0: It's Thursday, March 17th. Welcome to Market MarketFoolery. I'm Chris Hill. We are wrapping up South by Southwest Week here in Austin, Texas. We have moved several blocks away from the Austin Convention Center, and we are in the cozy confines of the Capitol Factory with the man running the Capitol Factory, Josh Baer. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today.
1: No problem. Glad to be here. I,
0: I can only guess at how busy a week uh, like this is for someone like you who runs uh, uh, a start. Well, what is the? When people ask you, what is the Capital Factory? What is your thirty-second response?
1: Capital Factory is the center of gravity for entrepreneurs in Austin, Texas. Last year more than fifty thousand programmers and entrepreneurs came here day and night for meetups and events and hackathons. About a thousand members work here on a daily basis where they can be around other entrepreneurs and investors and people that can mentors that can help them out. And then we have a fund designed to help invest in those companies and help them grow. And all of this is designed to help them meet their first investors, their first customers, and their first employees. All three things that just make an incredible difference for an early start stage company. So a few blocks away
0: at the convention center, you've got some of the biggest companies in the world and you've got very young startups, entrepreneur comes to you and says, I, you know, I'm going to be presenting at South by Southwest. What, what do you tell them in terms of setting expectations for them? Because uh, I'm sure it's easy to get carried away if you're a young entrepreneur and thinking about um, you know, what the next couple of years could be if you make a big splash in air quotes at South by Southwest.
1: Sure. Well, you know, I think that that is a, a popular thought. Is like, how do I be the biggest thing in South by? And, and I think, you know, honestly, I don't think anybody can do that on purpose. Um, I think, you know, that should not be your plan. Is how do I be the biggest thing? Because South by is a big thing, and there are big companies with spending, you know, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars over these few days. So it's it can be very hard to rise above the noise, but. For me I think what I tell the, these entrepreneurs The best way to take advantage of South by Southwest Is not to try to throw the biggest party But actually try to, to try to find The influencers that are coming here and the small events, the small dinner parties where the real conversations happen, where you really can both meet great people, uh, really move your business forward, and somewhat engineer serendipity, make it so that you bump into and interact with people you wouldn't otherwise. Because this is the one time of the year when everybody comes to Austin and you wanna really make the best of that that you can.
0: Austin really is growing as a tech center And, and you and I first met a couple of years ago when we were here for a Motley Fool event. And one of the things I noticed at the time was the construction uh, in Austin. There, There's still construction. There, there is still construction. There is there is more of it, although I have to say, and this is just an untrained outsider eye, but it seems to be, uh, um, for lack of a better word, restrained construction or smart construction. I've, I've been to cities across the country where I've seen massive amounts of construction, and all I can think is, holy cow, this looks like a bubble, waiting to happen, but uh, what is your sense of the growth in Austin, particularly as it comes, uh, as it as it relates to uh,
1: the tech scene? Well, you know, I've been in Austin for just over 15 years now. I came here in 1999, which was the peak of the first dot-com boom, and then I experienced that first crash, um, but that was all pretty quick. And I'll tell you, Austin, since then, has just been on the up and up. It's been a great ride and a great time to be here. For the past few years, Austin's consistently been the fastest-growing city in the country in the U.S., which means... Lots of other people think it's a great place too. And they're all just moving here on their own. We don't have to evangelize it or tell them to, everyone's just deciding I want to move to Austin. And why do they do that? Well, one reason is everywhere they look, every time they make a top 10 list, Austin's at the top of the list. And in fact, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston, four of the 11 largest cities in the country, all four of those cities are usually on every top 10 list for best places for young people and fastest growing cities and best market for real estate and all these other things. Texas is just totally kicking ass. Uh, and so that is is a great thing that we have going for us now, specifically around startups, startups, you know, they they've, they've really two things they need, people and money. Okay, they need investors and they need talent. And talent's actually the most important. And so the fact that all these people wanna move here and that people are moving here from Silicon Valley and New York and around the world makes startups and big companies wanna have their businesses here. Apple has their second largest headquarters here in Austin. Google has a huge presence here in Austin. Facebook has a huge presence here in Austin. So all those things are helping to feed the startup community. And just this year, the Kauffman Foundation, when they rank all the different startup communities all over the US, ranked Austin the number one startup community in the United States. I know you are focused
0: on startups. You are not someone who watches the public markets very closely. You're not a prognosticator. I would be remiss, however, if I did not bring up the fact that when you and I talked two years ago and the hot item and hot stock at the time was GoPro, and I asked you what you thought about it, you compared it to a flip cam. Well done, sir, because because, uh, it may not go the way of the flip cam, which ended up being bought out by Cisco Systems and essentially just going away. But, but that is certainly a, a company and a device that is challenged, and a stock that is very challenged at the time. You're not someone who focuses on individual stocks. You don't watch the public markets, but when you and I spoke two years ago, one of the things we talked about was GoPro, which was a very hot stock and certainly a very hot gadget. And I asked you about it and you said, I think it's a flip cam. And so, first of all, kudos to that, uh, for, for your call on that, because it's, it is certainly, I don't know if it's going to, absolutely going to go the way of the flip cam, but it certainly um, is headed in that direction. Uh, uh, we've seen over the last few months, far fewer IPOs than we saw a year ago at this time. Um, what is your sense f- from the The VCs that you talk with, the entrepreneurs that you talk with, is there a sense of, uh, you know, given the volatility in the markets over the
1: last six to eight months, uh, let's let's extend our plan in terms of going public? Sure. You know, I've... Don't consider myself that experienced, but I've now been through this cycle. I think this will probably be the third downturn cycle that I feel like I've experienced in my business, starting with the the first in nineteen ninety or two thousand uh, after the first dot com crash, the second being the two thousand eight market market crash, and um and so what I've seen through that is obviously these things are cyclical. To be honest, at least in my experience, they've never been quite as bad as everybody made it sound to be um and uh, certainly not for the startup community and not for austin which is the place i've been through all that and so interestingly enough in those past two downturns austin both was not hit as bad and recovered more quickly um and so that is um a way that we haven't kind of felt it as much um to your point about the the ipos i think that we've seen um particularly with the inflated valuations of the unicorns, which is way at the other spectrum of the stuff I deal with, right? Those are companies worth tens of billions of dollars versus like, you know, we're at tens of millions of dollars. Um, those companies being so overinflated, which are the most likely IPO candidates, and many of whom have been pushing off their IPOs, I think those are the ones that we're really talking about. Um, as far as like uh, how it trickles down to startups and things like that, I think it, it doesn't affect us much. And so what I think we'll see is, I, I know there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of companies that have been waiting to go public and haven't yet, and I think we're going to have to wait probably a little bit more until we get out of some of the, the frothiness or the in some of the, the the challenges we're having now, and there'll probably then be a big surge of IPOs because I think there's a lot that have been waiting to go out. Just a couple more questions
0: because I, I know you're really busy. What what is this week like for you? I I know what it's like for people who are spending a lot of time at the convention center and and that sort of thing. But for but for someone in your position,
1: um, what is South by Southwest like for you? You know, this is the biggest and best time of the year. It's something we look forward to and plan for all year. We started planning for this nine months ago, probably right, you know, almost right after the last South by Southwest. We've been doing it now for many, many years. uh, And we we really... Uh, at some level, you know, we've, we've got our playbook down. We know what to do. We know how to do it. We, and we know the people we need to reach. We know how it needs to happen. It's still really hard. It's a lot of work and it's not just while it's happening, but it's actually weeks of intense planning coming up to it. But it feels really good. My team has been executing super well. Uh, and we've been, you know, everything's been going great. And so it feels, I mean, honestly, it's, I feel like we're like a pro athlete, you know, (laughs) we're, we're, we're a finely tuned machine, but but we're running at 120%, you know, and that feels good when things are working and you're working really hard. Um, so I feel really good about that. Uh, it's funny though, I'll tell you this little thing for us kicked off on Friday and Thursday before it all started, I was telling, I made a joke to my staff that I felt like Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. Uh, you know, and it was just <laughs> like, I was like, Oh, there's so much to do. And it's except my presents were emails. I just had to send like one more email, one more email, one more email. Um, and, uh, so it's been kind of crazy. And now uh, being Monday and, and kind of coming off on the tail end of it, we've got one more day. Uh, it, it feels great. Although I must admit I, I'm, I'm pretty tired already from all of it. That leads to my final question, which is I, I hope you have a vacation
0: planned, a little getaway. What, where do you go to escape when it's time, when South by Southwest is in the rear view mirror and you're not ready to start planning for the following year? What, what do you do to relax?
1: You know it's really funny I you know I always go into it thinking oh well you know after this is all over I'm gonna take some time off and I'm gonna get a break and uh, and it's they design it there's the interactive tech festival we're at now and the music part comes next so you're thinking it's perfect right I'll work really hard for the interactive and then I'll go enjoy all the music Um, but you know I then I always get to the end of the interactive and I haven't seen my kids in like practically three weeks because I've been just you know working so much and I've been even I've been home I've been away all the time uh, during the day um, and I'm so exhausted that I usually end up going, and, just, and it's spring break, so usually I just go, go play with my kids some. And now what, what, I, what I'm i excited I might be able to do this year is they moved some of the parts of South By around, and the South By Create, which is like the Maker Fair, 3D printers, builder stuff, which I think is really interesting and also really good for kids, used to happen this weekend, and now it's happening later in the week. And so what I'm hoping I'll be able to do later in the week is actually grab my kids and take them to South By Southwest to enjoy it instead of to Tech be spread. running everything um, and, and get a day with day with my kids doing that. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. All right, I'll let you get back to work. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks
0: they talk about on the Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market MarketFloority. The show is Mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Mary had a little lamb was white as snow, yeah where the tower went The lamb was sure to go yeah He followed her to school one day And broke the teacher's rule What a time did they have That day at school